Um, <laughs> what's the most annoying pepper? The most annoying pepper? Mm-hmm. Ghost pepper? No. Jalapeno. Because it's jalapeno business. <laughs> These are bad ones. You're right. <laughs> it's kind of like that... Uh, the, what do you call cheese that isn't yours? Nacho cheese. Yeah, it's a lot like that. In fact. <laughs> <laughs> same, same maker. Promoting. Same maker, yeah. M- Mexican ethnic foods and and items. The the jalapeno the and nacho. Yeah. <laughs> the the mission chips jokes is what these are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you are on a roll, man. Oh, am I? Or am I just delirious? No, it's just a downhill roll. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, let's 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 make sense of stuff sort of kind of oh welcome back everybody to the next episode of the truth about investing back to basics i am chris holling and i'm sean cooper and we are going to touch on making a little bit more of a connection in regards to sean's sean's business the fit financial consulting llc and why it is fit financial consulting and why 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 not why it's an llc but what kind of <laughs> brought you into that to that category because we both believe that you can apply the same styles of fitness goals to have a better day-to-day life physically as you can for having your financial grow- goals so that you are better day-to-day financially and so approaching the the category of having sort of a financial fitness is really the basis of your business, right? For having a fit finance is that's that's the concept, right? Is that nutshellish yeah. enough? No, very very much so. I'm I believe in bridging the gap between physical fitness as a means to a happier, healthier life, and viewing financial fitness as a means to that same end. So there's lots of different ways in which they. Um, crossover. Um, there are links between them, and by understanding those links, I think you can improve things on both sides. I agree, and that's that's something that we've both been in categories of. Like I, I because of working as a firefighter, you are required to maintain these fitness standards. And yeah, what were some of the tests you were telling me about the other day? Uh, let's see. There's there's a series. You were of, running through like a course or something. Oh, I probably was. Um, so one that I have to do currently is called a, uh, a firefighter combat challenge. Yeah. And the combat challenge, you have to uh, you have to wear your your gear. So you have to wear your coat and your pants and your helmet, and your gloves and your air pack. And so hot and miserable. <laughs> yeah, you're hot and miserable, and everything is awful, and you need to show how awesome you are by being miserable. <laughs> um, so you pick up your hose pack. And you go up to the fifth story, and then you drop your hose pack, and then you go down a couple of floors, uh, and then that's when you go to the next stage. 
and then that's the next stage is what they do is it's a simulated tool hoist so the idea is is that there's a tool at the end of a rope and you have to bring it up on the end of the rope up to the roof that you're on so you have to you have to carry it by the rope up about three stories over the edge um and so then that's also about 35 pounds then the next one that you have to simulate is it something that's called forcible entry and what they use is it's it's a sled actually so the they they call it the sled but it's just this this giant brick i guess is the best way to put it of metal it's an i-beam it's a metal i-beam that's about 160 pounds and you have to hit it with a sledge to go from one section of of the side to go all the way to the other it has to slide across it so you have to give it enough force in order for it to do that is this um, still on the tower, or did you, did you come back down already? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So after you do the tool hoist, then you go down to the bottom of the tower, and that's where this, okay. this sled is, so to speak. Got it. Um, so then you hit that. It goes about, I want to say, like five feet is the distance of how far you have to hit the, the I-beam. Once it gets to the other side, then you do something that's called a hose advance. So then you you take it, and it's, it's called a charge line. It means it's full of water. <laughs> and so it's a little heavier that way and it's stiffer right and you take that and you throw that over your shoulders and you just charge forward as fast as you can and you have to drag that 75 feet and the the trick i guess i wouldn't call it the trick the variable with that is that the further that you go the more the hose is going to drag on the ground so then it's the more surface area is dragging so it actually gets harder the further that you go with it right makes sense Um, then finally once you're at the point of the 75 foot then you drop that and then there's a dummy that you got to pick up and you have to drag and that's 175 pounds and you pick that up and then you drag that and you drag that uh 100 feet backwards so then once the 100 feet is completed and you you've done all those events then they stop the clock and so the the passing time for all of that as as acceptable I believe is eight minutes uh, to do all of these events. That's like what is determined to be the, whether or not you're allowed to even do the job. Like if you're doing it as an entry level for uh, applying for a fire department, right? then you have to do it in under eight minutes. I want to say maybe it's seven twenty or something like that. And so that's what I mean is that I'll, I'll do four minutes about and uh, I'm tired afterwards and uh, it's it's fine so i do okay but these guys that tear through it they literally do it in half the time that i do and that's crazy just they're yeah they're nuts (laughs) but i i have the nothing but the most utmost respect for them and uh, so in order for me to be able to accomplish that that is a i have to daily keep my fitness in mind even if it's as simple as just a small cardio if i'm if i'm doing something so that my heart doesn't get completely overloaded when i'm i'm doing this evaluation right then it's it's an important thing to have and so getting out and doing something a low-key cardio or getting out and doing something that's really really rigorous so that my body also isn't shocked when i do something rigorous is important for me and uh, full circle. That's uh, that's why this is so important. Is sometimes you have to do rigorous things with your finances, <laughs> and uh, and so you need to take on a heavier load. And if you're prepared for it, and you've gone through the motions on how to deal with larger purchases and larger blows that you have to take, then 
then you can absorb those a lot easier because you're practiced. And I don't see that as, as too much different in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Now, the more you prepare for it, any of it, the uh, the easier it's going to seem when you uh, come across the the heavy workout or the you know the high expense that you weren't necessarily anticipating. I was trying to think of a good example of what that might look like, just so so it's a good I don't know perspective or a good visual. And I I think for me a good example of that is like vehicle registration yeah that's what i'm gonna go with because that's something that happens every year inevitably on your vehicle there's there's really (laughs) there's no way to avoid it that doesn't involve breaking the law so if if every year you're going to register your vehicle and you're not paying attention to it and all of a sudden they go hey you know it's time for you to register your vehicle send us hundreds of dollars and you haven't been thinking about it oh crap what am i what am i going to do about this because you haven't been prepared you haven't been looking at this as as knowing that this is going to happen to you in the future and if it's a matter of kind of like starting with a small weight i know i'm going to have to lift this heavy weight here uh, five months from now if you knew that you were going to have to lift 50 pounds with one arm five months from now and then you don't do anything about it, it's going to be a shock to your system when you, when you <laughs> lift that 50-pound weight. But if you go, okay, well, I'll just take this yeah, Everybody's going, why time. do I have to lift the weight? Right. <laughs> right. Can't, I, can't I just not lift <laughs> right. the weight? <laughs> uh, and, and so no different that you go, okay, looking forward, I know that this vehicle registration is going to cost me. I think mine was 180 bucks this last go around for like a 2012 it's not even too old of a car um but it was it was yeah it was about 160 180 bucks and if you look at it as this like oh where am i going to get almost 200 dollars? then it's it's a strange cost well, to if you've absorb. got a, a newer vehicle you're looking at three four hundred oh, bucks no problem yeah that's it gets expensive real quick <laughs> I, th- you know, I, I think I'm just gonna have cars from the '50s from now on. Just solve <laughs> it that way. Uh, but when you're when you're looking at that, and I go, okay, well, you know, I've got I got to do 180 bucks. Then now you're looking at, okay, well, I I put aside, what is that like 12 bucks a month in order to do that? Right. Right. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's nothing then. No. And and at that point, if you're really breaking it down, and you want to go even further, then you're looking at almost 50 cents a day. And if you're if you're thinking, okay, well, the, I just in the registration is just too much for me. There's just I, I can't believe that I'm not affording this, and I can't believe that this is coming around. Well, if you had taken the time to look at this as a long-term goal, and you make these small increments of building up and staying fit in the process, then you're prepared for that blow when it happens. That fifty cents a day, that small amount of work that you're paying attention to over time is is going to make it so that that's something that gets absorbed. And I, I've overshoot it every time with my vehicle insurance. So I, between my wife and I's car, it it was about 240 bucks to get both of them registered. And so I, I set aside enough to have 300 per year. And so then I had like 60 bucks left over afterward. And it, it wasn't even so much of a like I know I'm going to spend two hundred forty dollars. Oh, now I need to find another ten dollars. Like I, I set that aside. That's there, 
And if they told me 240, yeah, all right, fine. If they tell me 280, yeah, all right, fine. That's what was there. That's why I put it there. And, and the preparedness to absorb that blow is what's important. And slowly getting up to that point and building up to that point is is important. Right. No, I think you're getting at a few of the the corollaries between physical fitness and financial fitness, um, both, you know, having foresight uh, to achieve long-term goals and practice delayed gratification. You know, when you, you go to the gym, for most people, it's not, uh, it's not necessarily a pleasurable experience. I, you know, I'm probably fortunate that I actually like going to the gym. I don't think most people are in that same boat. So we know. I know. Um, <laughs> for most people, it's a matter of giving something up. They're, you know, going to the gym means not hanging out with friends or not watching a, a TV show or a movie or something along those lines or uh, not spending time with the family. Uh, any number of things. You're giving it up so that you can go to the gym and you're you're not doing it for this any type of immediate satisfaction because going to the gym you know, whether you're, you're running or lifting or what have you, for the most part, you don't see immediate results. It takes time, whether it, you know, typically months or even years to really achieve goals that you're setting for yourself. And you're, you're practicing that delayed gratification of giving up those, those short-term needs and wants in, in order to achieve these long-term goals by going to the gym consistently and finance is the exact same way. You were talking about setting aside that mo- money on a monthly basis, and you know that might be something as simple as you know I'm I'm gonna choose not to purchase the the candy bar at the checkout stand, or I'm gonna give up my my daily Starbucks in favor of making coffee at home, or you know, whatever it may be, you're, you're practicing delayed gratification. You're, you're avoiding those impulses for immediate gratification in order to achieve long-term goals of setting money aside for, uh, whether it's, you know, short-term things like that, uh, registration, or maybe it's something more exciting like uh, vacation or purchasing a new vehicle or even longer term than that, like retirement. You're, you're practicing that delayed gratification for long-term goals. So they're, they're very similar in that regard. I agree. And that's, that's actually, I'm going to, I'm going to steal a, a phrase that uh, our previous guest, Jamar, uh, he may have said it when he came out and he was a guest for our channel. Uh, but one of the phrases that he really likes to use is making sure to not give up what you want most for what you want now. Yes. And this is exactly that. If if you have the circumstance of let's if I'm sticking to the roughly $12 ish a month type of thing, it can be unfortunate to have a circumstance where you want to go out and you want to pay for that 12, oh god, I wish they were still 12, but $12 movie tickets. Right? <laughs> and um but you know, Elvis, say you got to go to Elvis if you want to right. cheap yeah, movie say, tickets. Say instead of spending, you know, 12 bucks <laughs> on a movie ticket uh, and then you go out to the Elvis or, or you, you beg and plead and like, Hey man, can, can you, like, you really want to go out tonight? Or are you going to spot me? Kind of, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do that either. Like we want to have it organized so that you're not having to do that. But that's beside the point. If, if you are able to make the separation between the two going, I know that I'm going to need this for this future thing. 
then that's that's where that comes into play because you are you are working on the fitness to be prepared for that future event and and i wanted to give another example of it that uh hopefully it's it's still mirroring with it so that it's not always an immediate blow it's not always a you know when this happens in the future i'm going to be prepared for it and then people start saying oh well you know that's just not going to happen to me so i don't got to worry about it well there's also other occasions too where sometimes life just changes sometimes life always changes life is what happens when you are making plans like <laughs> all of these things that you're trying to prepare for you are working to be able to absorb a blow that you don't know is going to happen and the blow might be sudden and it might be immediate and it might be something that's longer over time and i i think when we've talked about previously having the proper deductible available for health insurance and health costs is a great example of that because you might have circumstances where your your now new medical expenses because something that has happened is going to keep costing money because you are going to keep receiving treatments over the few like the next few months you're yeah. not going to have this immediate bill that's going to happen and then it's over and you go oh well i was i was so glad that i was able to absorb that one blow and and since since i absorbed that one blow and i still have a thousand left over i can blah 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 and i can go everywhere that's that's not what i'm getting at sometimes and that the reason i said this is i attest this to cardio if you are in a circumstance where you're keeping up with your cardio, you're, you're able to uh, continue to allow for longer events, your longer walking, longer running, longer rowing, what, whatever a typical cardio event is for you so that you can climb stairs longer in the future on that occasion that you actually have to climb stairs, that's where that becomes important. And so if you have the wherewithal to put money into a category where you are you are prepared and you're constantly able to to separate and regulate and and look at where these things need to go because you have an overall view of everything that means in the long term you're going to be able to continue to do that when times are difficult when you are under stress when your body is under stress you can absorb those longer events those those marathons that you're now having to deal with that you weren't having to in the past because you are familiar with the motion of staying organized rather than letting it all turn you upside down and scramble to hopefully pay for everything and lose your organization because those are the times that it matters is when it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple of the things that you hit on there too, uh, I know it wasn't necessarily exactly what you were um trying to emphasize but uh, a couple of things that stood out to me were uh, number one you can actually impact your finances based on your physical f fitness so by maintaining a healthy lifestyle via nutrition and exercise you can actually save yourself money on the healthcare side so it directly impacts your finances in that regard uh, another thing you brought up was stress and i think we've talked about that uh, quite a bit before but the the number one stressor in the U.S. is money and finance, and in fact, 64% of Americans say that it's the number their number one stressor. The issue with stress is it tends to produce the hormone cortisol, which has been linked to weight gain, especially uh, putting on fat. 
Um, it messes with your sleep patterns and that also leads to weight gain. So, and of course, you know, if you, you've had a bad night's sleep and you're, you work out regularly, you know, that's not going to improve your, your workout. So it, it ties back in that way as well. Um, and having your finances in order can literally lead to a healthier it, it it can lead you to a healthier lifestyle daily just right. by by having those things organized when when you're not taking on your own personal stressors mentally it also reflects on you physically it's the same right. reason that that you feel more centered after a workout because you are also taking care of yourself physically so that mentally you are more prepared for the day which is why i think you find some comfort and solace in going to the gym and i i do it it is my stress relief it's absolutely my stress relief yeah Um, it takes some time to get to that point though too and that's you know finances are no different that way either it starts out as this if if you haven't done anything with finances before then it is this giant daunting like i i've sort of worried about this before but now i'm really stressed about it and it's supposed to be helping me but now i feel worse and and that's it usually d- it where takes people time. fall off. It really does. And yep. and, and you want to start small. Visit. Just start with something like the budget. Just get the budget right. in order. The rest will come eventually. Which is why it was so important that we started with a budget. The Start yep. With the Budget podcast episode. So that people understand that that's such a strong foundation. That that's how you are able to move forward. This is just more the philosophy as to as to why and the longer term goals and really because of these reasons and because of this this belief system is what's built fit financial consulting because it's the same core values and and approach exactly yeah and one other uh i guess practical standpoint uh in in looking at the tie between your physical fitness and your financial financial fitness uh, especially from a long-term perspective, it's really not functional to be super, super healthy and live till you're 110 if you have no money. That's true. Similarly, having tons and tons of money and being completely unfit so that you can't go do anything and enjoy that money is equally useless. So you want your, your your fitness and your your finances to be closely tied together. You want to be healthy. You want to have the the foresight to have the the retirement funds to actually be able to enjoy that that health, that vigor, and vitality. Um, I guess on the flip side, if you want to be completely unhealthy and not save anything, that I suppose that works out too. But that, you you it's do a you boo boo. It's just not for me. <laughs> That's right. That's, that's just not it's not my thing. And, you know, speaking of all of that, you look good doing it. Right. You uh you get your you get your fitness on, you uh look your you get you get that little little glance in the mirror a little bit later and you go, "Oh. Oh. That's uh that's me." <laughs> and sometimes that happens on a financial side. Yep. Because you have that occasional moment where somebody's like, "Man, look at you handling stuff." How are you doing all of this? How are you keeping track of all of this? How are you able to keep your finances so organized and 
and handle all these things that all these other people are having problems with. Like, oh, that's uh, it's because I was prepared for it and I prepared myself to handle it. Thank you for joining us on a more philosophical approach of the truth about investing back to basics and learning about the basis of fit financial consulting and, and what it's all about. And we look forward to you joining us next time for I am Chris Holling. And I'm Sean Cooper. And we will have you hear us again. I need to find a better way to say that. I'm still struggling with that. Uh, we we will we will throw sound at you later. We, you, you will you will push the the download button again and and this has been the truth about investing back to basics. <laughs> yep. Podcast disclaimer, disclaimer. The disclaimer following this disclaimer is the disclaimer that is required for this podcast to be up and running and fully functioning and moving forward. This is going to be the same disclaimer that you will hear in each one of our episodes. We hope you enjoy it just as much as we enjoyed making it. All content on this podcast and accompanying transcript is for information purposes only. Opinions expressed herein by Sean Cooper are solely those of Fit Financial Consulting LLC unless otherwise specifically cited. Chris Holling is not affiliated with Fit Financial Consulting LLC, nor do the views expressed by Chris Holling represent the views of Fit Financial Consulting LLC. This podcast is intended to be used in its entirety. Any other use beyond its author's intent, distribution, or copying of the contents of this podcast is strictly prohibited. Nothing in this podcast is intended as legal accounting or tax advice and is for informational purposes only. All information or ideas provided should be discussed in detail with an advisor, accountant, or legal counsel prior to implementation. This podcast may reference links to websites for the convenience of our users. Our firm has no control over the accuracy or content of these other websites. Advisory services are offered through Fit Financial Consulting, LLC, an investment advisor firm registered in the states of Washington and Colorado. The presence of this podcast on the internet shall not be directly or indirectly interpreted as a solicitation of investment advisory services to persons of another jurisdiction unless otherwise permitted by statute. Follow-up or individualized responses to consumers in a particular state by our firm in the rendering of personalized investment advice for compensation shall not be made without our first complying with jurisdiction requirements or pursuant an applicable state exemption. For information concerning the status or disciplinary history of a broker-dealer, investment advisor, or their representatives, the consumer should contact their state securities administrator. You know, you know what? Here, I, I'm going to go follow it appropriately. Fire fighter. So I'm not like, oh, well, I think it's this. And then...
And yeah. The like two firefighters that are listening to me are like, no, 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 that's not, that's not how it goes. <laughs> so they'll do it. What's Forrest Gump's computer password? Jenny. <laughs> no. One Forrest one. Wow. <laughs> I I only enjoyed that because it's bad. <laughs>